Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Lesson 6 of Drop the Leash, the mini class. Today we're going to talk about burying the bone. Uh, last lesson, we learned how to forgive, and hopefully you had a chance to look at your limiting stories and take the time to just sit with them, allow those emotions to come up and be released. And then restructure, reframe that story so as you go forward, you're more empowered. Well, today's lesson, Bury the Bone, is to remind you not to cling to those limiting stories. And there's a very simple way to do that because we all get in these mental habits. And so you need something to change or shift that habit so it becomes a new habit. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So as you've moved forward through this course, I'm sure you've received some aha moments, some thoughtful uh, concepts that hopefully you've taken into your day. But this lesson will show you how to stay in the moment, stay in your new awareness, and always return to that bigger source of energy. Dogs know how to do this instinctively. They have no problem going back to their blissful, happy state. People, on the other hand, have problems. They stumble. They fall. They hesitate. They return to their limiting stories because it's so much more comfortable. But as you move through this process and begin spending more time being aware and being fully present your life will become beautiful, beautiful, and the gratitude will just flow. So stay with me as I describe this process. I believe the goal in life is to stay connected to that higher source of love and to allow that love to flow through you as you go about your day. It's allowing that flow of energy to be expressed by you in your own unique way while you're here in this physical form inside time and space. Can you see now that your limiting stories are like a log jam on that energy flow? If you think of a river and you've seen uh, logs placed across the river by beavers, the water doesn't flow through it. It stops and then it builds up behind the dam. So our work here today is to finally release those logs, finally release those limiting stories, and allow this energy to flow. And a technique that does this so simply and elegantly is meditation. Meditation is a way to still the mind and listen to the heart. As the ancient poet Rumi observed, silence is God's first language. Everything else is a poor translation. And you may have tried to meditate and thought, it's too hard. I don't have the time. I've tried it before and it didn't work. Well, you've been placing your own mind expectations on meditation, which is defeating the whole purpose. When you sit in silence and just allow those judgmental thoughts of your mind to float by, then you're meditating. When you stop the judging, stop the critical viewpoint, 
then you're meditating. And meditation is such a simple practice, and it's so soothing and so calming because you go back to your center. You go back to your source, and at some point, you will realize that you came from unconditional love, and you are unconditional love. So meditation is a way to discover new dimensions of yourself that you never knew existed. And it's also a way for you to just be. Not to do anything, but just simply to be. Here, right now, in the present moment. And there is so much power in being. Now, you're the only one who can experience meditation. No one can do it for you. And words cannot describe this experience. You can learn the mechanics of meditation, but it all stays in your head. So when you include your body in meditation and you're able to just watch your thoughts float by, that's when your heart can begin to speak. And the heart here is the metaphor to the connection of higher love. Your heart space is formless. It's not physical. It's not able to communicate in words, but you know when your heart has spoken. You know when you've received a message, and you know when it's a heart message. Now, you can meditate while you're taking your morning walk or washing the dishes. You don't have to sit on a cushion and say, Om. You can meditate for any length of time. Just don't do it while you're driving. And here's a thought. The next time you're at a stoplight, instead of che checking Facebook or Twitter, take a deep breath and meditate. You'll be surprised at how much it will change your response the next time someone cuts you off in traffic. You'll just let it go. So meditation is a process as well as a practice. The process can be to sit in silence for a designated length of time or even to listen to a guided meditation. Just try different ways and different avenues and discover what works best for you. The practice of meditation is how you consistently use it to recenter yourself. And doing it daily and ideally moment by moment is the aspiration. But as you begin this path of meditation, you'll notice a deeper connection with yourself. You'll notice those limiting stories more clearly, and you'll see that they no longer serve you. And you, re you will recognize in your new awareness that those limiting stories have made you play small and that you do have another choice in that moment. Instead of reaching for your limiting story as you always used to do, your expanded awareness will show you another choice. And so a consistent meditation practice is the foundation of growth, creativity, and your ability to stay in the moment. You no longer have to fight all those monkey mind thoughts, and you'll recognize those thoughts for what they are, and just let them go and come back to your center 
and your purpose, your focus. So to help get you started, there are several, there's so many different meditation books, but some of the best are The Secrets of Meditation by David G. And this book has been out 10 years, and he has just now revised it, and it's about to be released in early 2017. And I hardly recommend this book. It is so, so powerful. And if you go to davidg.com, and it's D-A-V-I-D-J-I, davidg.com, he has so many free guided meditations. And he also has a listing of research articles and studies that prove the molecular structure of your brain and your body actually change with meditation. You see, science is finally catching up to what the Eastern philosophies have known for 5,000 years, that when you meditate, you actually change the structure of your brain and you shrink your amygdala, which is also called the lizard brain, that's your fear or flight, fight or fear uh, place in your brain where you immediately go into survival mode. And it increases your hippocampus, which is your broader part of your brain. And that's where we want to, to live from is our hippocampus. Other resources that you can look up include a wonderful book by Dan Harris, who is a national journalist. Uh, he's on Nightline. He wrote a book called 10% Happier. And he was the most cynical person about meditation you could find. Just think of a journalist who's been all over the world. He's very cynical, admittedly, very judgmental. That's woo-woo stuff. There's no way that can work, et cetera, et cetera. And this 10% Happier book explains how he has now become a meditation advocate. It's a great book. And he also has a website and apps, et cetera. So I'm just dropping these suggestions on you in the hopes that this has um, increased your curiosity, so you're going to check it out. But meditation for me has changed my life. I went from being very angry, uh, out, you know, fairly out of control emotionally, to now being more grounded and, and centered and seeing my world from a totally different perspective. So that's part of the reason why I wrote this book and, and I'm teaching this course is to show you that you don't have to stay in that angry, frustrated place, that the way to change that is to go inside. None of your external circumstances will ever change what you're feeling on the inside. The only way to do that is to realign yourself. And that's dropping the leash. Another place you can go for uh, guidance, if you want guided meditations, I do have several on my website, katherineerickson.com, and then click over to the products page. And I have one set that I'm really proud of. It's called Walking Meditations. And I created these for those 15, 20-minute walks that you do for exercise. But if you listen to these meditations as you're walking, you will see things on your walk that you've never noticed before. And that's just, again, opening your awareness and learning to step into your beingness because that's where the sweet spot of life is. That's where you actually notice 
the gentle brush of air on your skin, the colors of a sunrise or sunset, the sound of water being poured into a glass. It's those physical sensations that become more pronounced as you are more in your awareness. It's the sweet spot of love, the place where your heart dances with life. And that's what I call heart dancing, where you are your most authentic, your most real, and you allow those heart messages to guide you in time and space. And that, my friends, is the sweet spot. That's the place you want to live from. And that's the place dogs live from most of the time. They don't know they do, but when you live with a dog and love a dog and have a relationship with a dog, you realize that. And so as we're ending this lesson, think about this whole process like a silent whistle. Dogs can hear silent whistles because their hearing is so much more attuned. They can hear a full range of decibels that humans can only hear a small slice. Well, think of this whole process as the silent whistle of your soul, the silent whistle of your soul, that you are expanding that place inside of you that's connected to something bigger and that you are aware in the present moment of who you are and why you're here. That's your silent whistle. I can't teach you how to hear it. You've got that ability. You've just forgotten. So meditation is the way to come back to that space, to hear that silent whistle. And if you combine meditation with the forgiveness practices that I've taught you, you will step forward into a new life. You will begin to live from your center, from your source, and you will become the person you were meant to be and who you are. So what's next? Your path as a human is to be more. That's our goal, to always be more blissful, be more loving, be more grateful. You were born to be more, to keep expanding, to keep growing, to keep learning, to keep expressing your authentic self. Just remember, be more. This is Katherine Erickson. I'm so glad you joined me for this sixth lesson of Drop the Leash. Please go to the Facebook page, Drop the Leash Pack, P-A-C-K. Leave your comments. Share this recording with however many people you can. And let's all raise the collective vibration of the world by first raising our own vibration. Thank you so much, and be well.